Hello, and welcome back to the Sidekick Critic Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Andrew Crosby, and I'm delighted to be here for this film and entertainment industry podcast. Uh, We're here today to do another movie review. Before we get into that, I'm going to tell you what kind of got me into films. First, make sure you follow us at Sidekick Critic, one word, wherever you are, we're there, and subscribe to the Sidekick Critic Podcast on YouTube for our full episodes. Now, as I've mentioned a couple times, I am a member of the AMCA list, and I'm going to explain that to you because I really do think everyone should have this membership. It's $25 a month, I want to see, and you can see up to three movies every week at no extra cost. You pay that, and you can see three movies a week. I originally signed up for this membership pre-COVID in 2018, 2019, somewhere around there. And that started because I love Marvel. I love the Marvel movies, and they're coming out with so many. And I was seeing them by myself. I was seeing them with a friend or multiple friends or groups of friends. And I was going multiple times for each because I started to realize there's some movies that I don't want to only be able to see in theaters one time. I want to be able to enjoy it a couple times in the way it's meant to be enjoyed in theaters and not be distracted by my phone and whatnot. So I signed up for this A-list, I started seeing a bunch of movies, and I really enjoyed it, and then COVID hit, and I stopped seeing a bunch of movies. I would go when I could, as there were very few released and theaters were closed. In 2021, movies, theaters started opening up again, I started filtering in and out, Marvel movies, a film here or there, and then in June of last year, 2022, my girlfriend and I there were a couple movies coming out we wanted to see and we realized, you know, 25 bucks a month, we can get out of the house minimum once a week, if not three times a week at no extra cost. It's a great affordable and cheap way to get out of your house and to take new content in together. She had never been a huge fan of movies. She preferred shows. She didn't like sitting there for the two plus hours and I get it. It's not everyone can do it. Now that's changed. It's been seven months since we signed up, my second time signing up. And if we go a week without seeing a movie, she'll ask me, what movie are we going to see? What's next? I want to be at the theater. And it's just, I this sounds like it's an ad for AMCA list, but it's genuinely not. I have recommended it to so many people and I'm going to keep recommending it because it's created a new hobby in my life. It's led to me starting this Sidekick Critic podcast because I love films, and they're fun to see. And I believe it was was James Cameron. He actually was in an interview recently, and he said, going to the theaters and going to see a movie in the theaters, it's not about the way it's meant to be seen or prim and proper or whatever one says like that. It's about your attention. It's about when you go to the theater, you agree to give your attention to a movie. And I think that's really nice. People say, oh, I wish, I just want to be able to pause it or get up. It's two hours typically on average that you have to sit there straight through and you don't look at your phone for two hours, which is a big thing for me. I know if I'm watching a movie at home, I'm going to look at my phone and if it's a movie I haven't seen, I'm going to miss something. And that's annoying to me. I don't want to miss something from a movie. I want to take it all in and truly enjoy it. And being at the theaters does that. And there's no better way to get into the theaters and get in often and see every movie you want to see than the A-list membership. Like I said, $25 a month, and now if we we often miss the trailers because we go so often that we don't have to get there early, but if we get there early and we happen to catch all the trailers, it's a matter of if we see a trailer for a movie and we're like, huh, 
that looks interesting, we'll go check it out because why not? It's not costing us any extra money. More often than not, we just go and we get a water. We don't get any popcorn or candy, so we're not spending 30 bucks on snacks and drinks. We get a water bottle that we can share. It's always me and my girlfriend at a minimum typically. If it's just me, I'll get a water too or maybe one thing of candy. I'm never spending more than 10 to 15 bucks to get out of the house for a few hours and catch a movie. And I I think everyone should have it because if you're one of those people where like sometimes when you sit at home for a few days in a row because maybe you had a busy month and you don't want to spend any more money, whatever it is, if you want to get out of the house, this is a great affordable way to do it. Realistically, you could get out of the house, let's see, four weeks in a month, three times a week. You could get out of the house 12 times a month for just $25 a month. It's, it's hard to catch 12 different movies a month. Maybe you're like me, you don't mind rewatching a couple movies, so then you could filter in and get to 12. Typically, I'm at one to two movies a week, but please, if you like movies at all, if you find, you know what, in the next three months, there's quite a few movies I want to see, sign up for this. Save yourself money. If you're going to go see it in IMAX or Dolby or whatever it is, it doesn't cost any extra. So that's typically movie tickets, $13. See two movies in a month. It's worth it. Value-wise, money-wise, it's worth it. If you go catch one movie in Dolby or IMAX, those tickets are like 20-something bucks. It becomes worth it. If you're like me and you're seeing four to five movies a month, maybe one in Dolby, it's value-added. It's plus. Highly recommend it. And that's my little spiel here on AMCA list. I hope everyone gets it. The movie we're going to talk about today is going to be A Man Called Otto. Uh, this came out Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Uh, yeah, um, I could say some stuff now, but I'm going to save it for the review. So without further ado, here's my review for A Man Called Otto. So we're here today to talk about A Man Called Otto. Um, we're going to just get right into it. We're going to start by rolling out the red carpet. Uh, if you've heard of this movie or seen it, you know this stars Tom Hanks as Otto. Uh, it's directed by Mark Foster, who directed World War Z and Stranger Than Fiction. I loved World War Z as a movie. Stranger Than Fiction is, lives up to a name. its name. It is Stranger Than Fiction. It's with Will Ferrell. Uh, a Man Called Otto is based on the book by Frederick Backman, A Man Called Ove, a Swedish book. Um, as I already said, it's starring Tom Hanks, who everyone knows Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, Castaway, whatever it may be, you've seen him in something. Uh, also in it, playing the role of Marisol, is Mar- Mariana Trevino. I haven't seen her in anything. She was in this movie Overboard, as well as a show, How to Break Up with Your Dance Partner. I believe it's on Prime. Um, you also have Rachel Keller, who is playing Sonia. She's been in a bunch of TV shows, Fargo, Tokyo Vo- Vice, Legion, Tokyo Vice, I've heard really good things about it. I believe that's an HBO show. Legion, I've heard great things of another FX show. Then you have Mac Beta playing Malcolm. He wasn't in anything I've seen, a movie called Ouija Craft. And finally, the last cast member I'm going to highlight for this film is Cameron Britton. Uh, he plays Jimmy. Uh, he's in two shows I love. Mindhunter, he played Ed Kemper. If you know Mindhunter, great show, highly recommend it. Uh, He's Ed Kemper in that, and also Barry, another HBO show. Um, Yeah, that's going to be the cast and crew for this. Uh, Tom Hanks is obviously the big name. He's the star of this film. 
So now we're going to go on to our one minute review. I'm going to take one minute here and I'm going to review this movie as quick as I can. <clears throat> so for my one minute review, this movie is I something I call the perfect A-list movie. I'm giving it a 6.5 out of 10. It's one of those movies where if I didn't have my A-list membership, I would have never seen this. I wouldn't have paid for it. If I had paid for it and I walked out of the theater, I would have thought that is kind of a waste of money. Uh, the movie was a lot sadder than I ex- expected it to be based from the trailer, but it was incredibly heartwarming. Uh, a little slow at times, but it did keep my interest. It was about this man called Otto, and he's grumpy. But from the trailer, you can see there's more to his grumpiness, and he starts to warm up as he gets new neighbors and become a nicer gentleman. Uh, it's Tom Hanks. It's just a Tom Hanks movie. It's I think some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it, but... Tom Hanks is very good in this film. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed a lot of the supporting cast. So that's my one-minute review for A Man Called Otto. I'd wait to watch it at home. Once again, 6.5 out of 10. Okay. So after a one-minute review, we go into our ticket seller segment where I'm going to tell you what sold tickets for this film. And there's no question. It's one thing and one thing only. One person. It's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has that draw on theaters now where if he's in a movie it's likely people will go see it and he's what's selling tickets for this film yes it looks cute and after the trailer i even thought oh that's a cute movie i think i want to see it but tom hanks is really what sells is it worth seeing is it just a cute movie that i can wait to watch at home or do i want to go see it in theaters and loving tom hanks as an actor i said you know what i'm gonna go see it and that'll continue to happen for most Tom Hanks movies. I'm going to go see it. It's His movies are usually successful because he is who he is. So I personally am of the opinion that this doesn't need tickets sold for it, but people are going to buy it. I actually, when I went to see it, the theater was pretty packed. I want to say there's maybe 15, counting myself and my group, 15 to 20 people in the theater, which is a decent number. I've been in theaters with just one other person. I've been in theaters that are fully packed. This was right in the middle there. Uh, Tom Hanks selling the tickets. Yes, it's a cute movie, but you're not going to bring your kids to it. You're not, there's nothing that's really drawing you. It's not a Marvel film. It's not funny. The trailer's nothing incredible. It's Tom Hanks is getting you into theater. If you like him, you'll go watch it. As always, on the flip side of ticket sellers is flops. This movie is a little bit of a flop. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, why I think the movie is a flop is from the trailer it doesn't I didn't think it really looked interesting from the trailer I thought it looked cute I thought it would be a great movie to watch at home on a Sunday when you're bored with looking for something to do but it, it didn't blow me away it's not doing much to attract you into the film and say I need to see this it's a must watch it's just looks like a movie that was put out there for Tom Hanks wanting to make money and it also, I think the movie is attracting more of an older crowd. It's I, my group, my girlfriend, myself, and our friend, by far the youngest people in the theater. Uh, it's definitely drawing an older crowd. I think Tom Hanks is approaching that stage where he draws a little bit of an older crowd away from his critically acclaimed roles. But it's the movie doesn't have a lot. Nowadays for theaters, you need something to get you there. To make it a success, you need something to draw you. Like there's the Marvel, you can't miss it. There's what we recently talked about, Megan. The trailer really 
got you into the film and this didn't quite have that unfortunately and we're going to move on because as we're talking about flops we have to look at it by the numbers this movie is a little bit of a flop by the numbers the budget on it is huge a 50 million dollar budget it's pretty large i think part of that probably comes from tom hanks being in it he's of he's the prototypical a-list movie star now Almost everyone knows Tom Hanks' his name, and you know what he's been in. Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, Castaway, Saving Mr. Banks, whatever it is. You know Tom Hanks, Seattle, Sleepless in Seattle, something like that. But it's that's a big budget for a movie like this that you can't expect to make a ton of money. And it really hasn't. It's The opening weekend was a four-day weekend for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Only did $12.8 million dollars which was third behind Avatar The Way of Water and Megan. It's second weekend, Megan did $18 million. And usually you see quite a big drop-off in a new movie. Unless you have something like Avatar out, it'll be Avatar would stay one, and whatever's newly released, especially for, day, for a four-day weekend, is going to move into that two spot. This couldn't even push Megan out of two. So far, as of the 22nd and recording this, the movie's only done $38 million dollars. As I talked about, movies often need to hit two to three times their budget to be profitable. They're splitting revenue with theaters, marketing and promotional costs often aren't accounted into the production budget that you can find online. So $38 million on a $50 million budget. Financially, this movie is a flop. I think critically, it's not a flop. I think people will enjoy it, but it is a financial flop, unfortunately, and that's just going to be what it is. And that's the numbers for this film. There's not much more that needs to be said that is by the numbers for A Man Called Otto. Um, And you heard about our ticket sellers. You heard about why it's a flop. You saw me roll the red carpet. You heard my one-minute review. Now we're going to go into the spoiler section where I'm going to break down the movie a little bit more and explain my thoughts on it, look at some deeper themes, and talk about the plot. So if you're not interested in spoilers, this is your time to leave. But If you've seen the movie, if you don't care about spoilers, if you have no interest in seeing it, let's dive right into our in-depth review. As I said, this movie is a perfect A-list movie because it wasn't anything spectacular. It also wasn't what I expected, I will say. The trailer made it look really cute and was a lot sadder than I expected it to be. Um, Following the plot, it starts, you're following this man, Otto, who's clearly alone. He's at a hardware store to buy rope. And a uh, ceiling mount. And he's grumpy. He's upset that they charge the rope by by the yard. He's buying five feet. They're charging him for six feet. Very grumpy man. He's buying a rope. And it quickly becomes apparent he's buying this rope to kill himself. He's calling his power company, his phone company. He's calling everyone and saying, cut it off. I don't want any more service. It's time for it to be done. It's winter. And he's just saying, cut my power off. Gas is off in three days. Fine by me. Let it turn off. I don't care. And you're not quite sure why, but this man is alone and he seems sad and he's grumpy. And as he's about to hang himself, he's interrupted because he sees his neighbors across the street, new neighbors, failing to back up a trailer. And that kind of becomes the theme of this movie where Otto keeps trying to kill himself, but he keeps failing because his neighbors, his new neighbors, starring Mariana Trevino as Mary Soul, keep getting in the way. And as this progresses, he tries a new method he becomes closer and closer with them, especially with Maddie Soul and her daughters as she brings him food that he really likes. And he returns the container, says he loves it. Next day, he tries 
to poison himself with carbon monoxide. Or he's at the train station debating killing himself when a man falls on the tracks. Otto's the only one to jump down and save him, and then nearly just stands there and lets the train hit him before another good Samaritan helps him and pulls him up off the tracks. And I just, I was not expecting that. The I think the trailer had maybe one scene where you see you see Otto's grumpy and all this, and he approaches the edge of the train station. I believe there were three or four suicide attempts in this film, which is a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. I had no idea that was coming. Surprised me, but I think it had a lot to say. I The result and why he was doing it is, as we find out, is his wife had recently passed away, and his wife was, I believe as they put it, is a force to be reckoned with, or was. She was a teacher. She had been handicapped by a bus accident many years ago and people loved her there's there's a, a transgender character in this film malcolm played by mac beta who is delivering newspapers and sees otto out and just thanks him because of his wife and what she did for him and was the first person to call him by his new name and it's the movie is really about loss and dealing with loss especially at an old age Otto knew his wife, and his wife was his life, and he lost her, and all he wanted to do was join her and see her again. And he kept going to her grave and saying, this happened, I'll be there soon. This happened, I'll be there soon. He adopts a cat, and he's like, I have a cat now. So maybe it's going to take me a little longer to get there than I thought. And as I said, he becomes closer and closer with Meredith Soul. He develops a relationship with Malcolm another neighbor jimmy played by cameron Britton, he begins to get more of a relationship with he used to have a great relationship with his wife was a fantastic cook and jimmy would come over for dinner his other neighbors he had a great relationship with until there was some rift years ago which was a product placement riff of chevy versus ford but it's i i didn't expect suicide to be such a prevalent theme in this film and Otto trying to kill himself so many times but it really I think it brings light to a tough thing of when you've been married for so many years, what do you do when you lose that person? And Otto thought, it's time for me to go and join her. But he learned the truth of the matter is there are other people who care about you. There are other people you're important to. And there's always something to live for. And he began to live for those in his neighborhood and helping those around him, preventing the big development corporation from pushing people out of their homes so they can demolish it becoming almost a mentor to Malcolm, becoming friends with Jimmy, becoming friends with Mary Soul, and becoming a grandfather-like figure to her daughters. He's everywhere in their lives now. And it's the humor is good of how, it's interesting how you have this really dark moment where he's about to kill himself, but he's interrupted because Mary Soul has a new problem that only Otto can solve, teaching her to drive, driving her husband to the hospital, parking their trailer, watching their daughters, whatever it is, he does it for them because he's a good person. And you he may be grumpy and he may be the person that everyone's like, oh, there's Otto again. But you learn he has a medical condition that his heart is too big and he's constantly helping people and he's always willing to help. And he's a good man who's at a hard time. And sometimes when you're in a hard time, you just need that person around you to help pull you out of that hard time. And he has a supporting cast. He just has to embrace them. And he does. And he lives, I think, for another few more years before he passes away at the end of the film and leaves everything to Maddie Soul because she's the one that really brought him out of that hole. 
and that's going to be my in-depth review for this film. Um, like I said, as I was talking about it here, I realized I did enjoy this more than I thought I did, but it's not going to stick with me too much, I don't think. It's, as I said, it's the perfect A-list movie. I wouldn't, I never would have paid to see this film. Had I not had this membership, I would not have bought a ticket to go see it. I would have thought, that looks cute. I'll watch it at home. I have the membership, though, so I went to go see it. And I'm happy I saw it with the membership and didn't pay for it. I enjoyed it, but it didn't blow me out of the water. And I think that's a great way for me to relate to you of what what I think of these movies. It's a perfect A-list movie. I would not pay for it on its own, but I'm happy I saw it. And there's not much more to say there. So we're going to go into our next segment, awards. As always, first, looking ahead to award season. I don't think this is going to do anything at award season next year. It's Tom Hanks was good, but I don't think he'll be nominated. I think there's going to be other roles that just are going to take it from him as best lead actor. I personally think Mariana Trevino as Marisol does deserve a little bit of recognition, possibly Best Supporting Actress, because she is fantastic in this film. And then you have a bunch of other side characters who are good, but they're not getting nominations. The movie doesn't have a score that stuck with me. It's not visually striking by any means. It's just a good movie. Good to okay, okay to good, whatever you want to say. I do think you should watch it at home. It's great for like a Sunday afternoon movie if there's no football, but... I don't think it's something you need to rush to watch at all. Um, as far as awards go, I do want to highlight um, some role players, some people off the bench here. Mac Beta as Malcolm and Cameron Britton as Jimmy. They're fantastic. Jimmy is a lot of the brings a lot of humor to the film as he's he's that neighbor who has weights and is power walking and lunging through the streets and is always saying your name and waving hi and trying to be as friendly as possible. You're not sure if this is annoying. Is it nice? In the end, it is nice, but uh, Cameron Britton is great. Um, He was fantastic in Mindhunter, so I'll definitely keep my eye out for some more of his roles. And Mac Beta as Malcolm, playing a transgender character. One thing I do love about this movie and the reception around it is there's no discourse and discussion on there being a transgender character in this film. I feel like too often, especially with a lot of Disney movies, you've seen a lot of discourse of, oh, there's a gay or lesbian couple in this film, there's a LGBTQ kiss, whatever it is, people are getting all upset, oh, there shouldn't be movies, oh, it's not filming in these countries, who cares? Is it a good quality character? And Malcolm is. Malcolm's a character who at first Otto doesn't like because he's throwing newspapers or coupons in his yard. And then he learns, oh, Malcolm's a transgender kid who my wife was kind and compassionate to and used my, used his new name, Malcolm. And then Otto started opening up, showing Malcolm what Otto did from day to day, giving him a couch to sleep on when he needed it, and teaching him about compassion and why it's so important. And I think it's good to have a transgender character like that in a film like this that's, there's no big deal made out of it. It's just a character. It's not pandering. It makes sense. It adds to the story greatly to who his wife was and to the fact that Otto wasn't a grumpy old man that didn't believe in that or wouldn't call Malcolm by his name or thought it was dumb. Otto just said, my wife liked you. I like you. I'll treat you with respect if you do the same. And that's the way it should be. And that's the way transgender characters should be in these films. It shouldn't be a big deal. And it's not. And I love to see that. So a little role player, six man of the year type award there. 
And that's going to be it for my awards talk, um, of course, except for the sidekick of the flick. Going to award it every time who's not, in this case, who's not Tom Hanks, who is deserved recognition for this movie. It's only Tom Hanks on the poster. It's He's the main character of the movie, and we're not going to talk about him in this segment. We're going to award our sidekick of the flick to Mariana Trevino, who plays Marisol. Um, she's fantastic. Otto is the main character, but Marisol is the heartbeat of this film, emotionally and comedically. She's funny and she's heartwarming. It's Throughout the film, she's a Hispanic character. She filters in and out of Spanish constantly. In the same sentence, she'll use both, and it's very natural. I've seen people, known people who talk like that, so that feels real. She cares about cooking. She cares about her family. She's a genuine genuine character it's when Otto makes her upset she doesn't just forgive him she has to wait for him to earn it she looks after him but if he doesn't want it she will walk away she asks for help when she needs it but also does things herself it's a character that felt real and it takes a lot to bring that to a role and Mariana Trevino did a great job bringing that to that role making me want to check out the show she was in how to break up with her dance partner it's she created this one character who at the same time is funny kind protective sweet a mother a friend a neighbor all of it a wife all at once is brought to life it's by far i walked out of that movie and throughout the movie i was thinking mariana trevino is the highlight of this film and there's no question in my mind that she was and she deserves more attention for this film I personally would like to see her get possibly a supporting actress nominee because she's fantastic. It's very well done. Um, The emotion she can convey when Otto tells her what he's been doing and why he was rude to her. And when Otto does pass away at the end is, it hit me. It was sad. I teared up a little bit because she, she controlled the screen. She was a force on the screen in this film. And I'm very much looking forward to what else she is in because she is fantastic there. And that's going to be it for A Man Called Otto. So, I hope you liked our Man Called Otto review. Um, As I mentioned at the top of the episode, AMC A-List, that film was the perfect A-List film. There's a lot of movies I'm going to say are in that vein. Um, Because I wouldn't have paid for a ticket, but I'm happy I got to see it in theaters and watch it. Some movies, you won't know that they're on streaming, so you'll never get to watch it. I feel like A Man Called Otto will be one of those where you're not going to hear, oh, it's finally being released on streaming. It's just going to be there one day, and it might be years before you watch it, or it might bounce around streaming services, whatever it is. The perfect A-list movie. And again, as I said, please sign up for A-list. It's theaters. People keep saying theaters are dying. I don't see that personally. Most theaters I go to have at least 10 people per showing, but per showing I'm in, of course, but it's... Something like this is very good for movie theaters, and it gets more people into them, and it'll encourage more movies to be released in theaters, which is what I care about. I don't like watching movies at home anywhere near as much as I like watching them in theaters. I like giving it my full attention, and I can't do that at home. It's just a product of the society we live in. There's too much going on, and our smartphones, I'm going to be looking at it if I'm watching a movie at home. So, MCA list, please sign up. A Man Called Otto, 6.5 out of 10, the perfect A-list movie. It's the kind of stuff you won't see if you don't have a membership, and I think you should see, because it does have something to say. And it said it very well, and I enjoyed it. 
probably won't ever watch it again, but I did enjoy it and it was cute. So that's going to be it for today's episode. As always, wherever you are, I'm there, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Sidekick Critic, one word. Please make sure you go and follow me. Please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Sidekick Critic Podcast, also at Sidekick Critic. That's where you're going to get full episodes like this one. Um, our Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, we're going to be posting short clips from our episodes. We're going to let you know what's coming next, what we just saw right when we walk out of the theater so you can see our instant reaction, and then find out if you want to listen for the pod once we do the review. Uh, it's January in 2023, and we've already seen five or six movies, I think. I've done my review for Megan. I just now did my review for A Man Called Otto. Still coming up, we have Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. House Party is still a review we're waiting to do. It's There were a bunch of movies this year that we saw that we really liked. So I cannot wait to talk about those with you. I also saw Missing, another great movie. So keep tuned. Stay tuned, whatever it is. Make sure you follow and subscribe and look out for our next review as I love talking about these movies and I love talking about them with you. Maybe I'll bring on my girlfriend or a friend I caught the movie with from time to time to talk about these movies if they really liked them. It's Otto's right in the middle of the five movies I've seen so far this year. It's probably number three. And that's okay. Not every movie is going to be a stunner. It's not going to be in my top ten at the end of the year, but it was enjoyable. I think Megan will be in my top ten. I think Missing has a chance to be one of my top murder mysteries of the year. Murder mysteries. One of my top mystery movies of the year. I think House Party has a good chance to be at the bottom of the list, and I think Whitney Houston's another average one, but you'll be able to hear my full in-depth thoughts on those when I give you my movie review on those, and I 100% will, because I love talking about these, and I love highlighting the sidekicks, and I'm going to do that for each of those films. I already have them in mind. I like to think about them for a couple days, but usually when I walk out of the theater, I know this person deserves more attention. For A Man Called Otto, it was Mariano Trevino. She was fantastic as Mary Soul, and I hope you look for her and her upcoming works. And on top of that, I hope you subscribe. I'm, I think Missing or House Party is going to be my next movie review, but I could change my mind last minute and do Whitney Houston. But you know how you can find out? You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok, at Sidekick Critic. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel where my full episodes will be posted and that's about it for today. So I can't wait to see you next time. And thanks for joining us on the Sidekick Critic.